Sports bet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sports Bet's Bet with Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan. Yeah, big, happy welcome to Saturday morning, everybody. Uh, wherever you are around uh, the country, uh, the state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne, I hope you're having a, a wonderful start to the day and uh, it's uh, our pleasure to be that little part of your start to probably... Oh, you'd put it in the final Saturday of the Spring Carnival Tags. That's a, is that the way we put it? As we, we, we do, say what, 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 what intro is that? What a mean? big happy... Happy Saturday. <sighs> yeah, okay. I've been working on that all week. Yeah, have you? Okay. Yeah. Five Special days edition of the Odds Couple today. What about that intro? That intro's wrong. Well, technically you could say, well, it's all right. With Paddy. We have, well, we have an Irish lad with us today. Yeah, I... Just met Dave. A beautiful Dodgy, Irish lad. Or Dudesy or whatever they call him. Wait for the intro, Dodgy. See, he's new to yeah, media. He's, he's opened his gob already. We haven't even gone to him. Haven't even introduced him. Special edition. We're trying to wrap him up. Yeah, Put him on a pedestal. Come on. You do, you're the host with the most. Uh, Dodgy from Sportsbets with us. G'day, Dodgy. G'day, Dodgy. How are you guys? Happy to be here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Warm welcome to Dodzy. Of course, Dodzy was with us Tuesday. Famously, Scoob made t- uh, Twain's River his best, and he cheered home the winner at fifty to one of Archie Alexander's. If that's not Irish for you, I don't know what is. Interesting. Um, I had to be tuning in. Wasn't there Tuesday as well? No, I was hosting a massive uh, coverage that was going internationally. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Hags wasn't happy about that, by the way. We, we, we rated. <laughs> no one was. We, we rated enormously in Kazakh. Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan, yeah. Um, apparently, we had three or four viewers there. It was brilliant. But yeah, Borat. I digress. Borat. And I, I happen to listen. We'd be just you know poking in, having a bit of a listen, because you always got to know who your competition is. <laughs> and if I needed to neck anyone, because they're having a really good day, I need to neck them on Thursday, so I need to listen a bit on Tuesday. And Dodzy came up, and I happened to be listening in that race because I quite like that Twain's Express too. I we all run did at the actually. Valley. Yeah, run at the Valley. I thought I oh, reproduces mm. that. We're away. Didn't have the luck of the Irish though. And then I heard him after after the race, and I thought, wow, I don't reckon he should be allowed back in. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and Tags went toe to toe over Jay Mott for about half an hour in the studio. He's going Jay Mott. I said, mate, Motty, he's one of the most respected jockeys amongst his peers. He goes, what? Striking at 10%. I said, well, that's average. I said, he's a very good jockey, Jamie. Mike deserves a group one ride. He, go, he disagreed. I go back to my original question. Why is he here? Yeah, I don't know. What's he here? He's Nectus. It's called the Odds the, Couple. He's Nectar listeners. I'll tell you why I'm here. SEN gave me the phone call said, listen, there's a couple of old codgers here on the TV show. We need some young Irish flair in there, boys. <laughs> well, that's a lovely bit of Irish he's coming got in it first too. up. He said, there's a couple of old codgers on a TV show. It's yeah. actually radio. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> nice little Irish spin on that. Well done. Well done. Good start. Welcome, Dodgy. Lo- lovely to have you here. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And I've got there some go. big boots to fill because Paddy Garshagan tipped the lights out last week. 
Best bet, Arcadia Queen. You boys were worried about Pike going back to Perth. Paddy said, nah, you're overthinking it, boys. This thing will just zoom down the outside and get the job done. Oh, we weren't thinking. We knew she'd win. We all tipped her, but we were just thinking what it was the, the discussion, the, mm-hmm. J, uh, the Pikey discussion. So. Yeah, and his value bet went well as well. He tipped a toffee tongue, which was wide throughout and, and stuck on well for third. Yeah, in the each way special. Yeah, he he had a good a good tipping day last Paddy week. Paddy does all right. Don't worry so, about that. There's a really valuable thing you got to learn to fit in here, Dodgy. <laughs> and that is, mate, don't go blowing anyone else's pump. <laughs> we try and take the air out of everyone, not pump them up. Okay, sorry, yeah, sorry. So, well, so, so bit, can... bitterness is a major part of what we bring to the table. <laughs> it's a major part of a culture around there. <laughs> yeah, if you don't fit the bitterness culture, you're in a fair bit of strife. So don't come in here with your Irish smile on and think, you know, get, try and convince everyone you're a good bloke. So your best bet last week, so I'm, what yeah. was it again? Oh, Pondus. And I remember Paddy actually said there was a chance that the slow tempo might get a beat. And that actually turned out to be the case as well. So Paddy was all over your best bet as well, really, wasn't he? Mm. Laid it. Yeah. Had you covered? Had you covered cold? Do we want to bring up the times when Paddy's totally wrong? Have we ever gone to a break at 8.04? Yeah, I know. Yeah? Any, Straight to a break. And we talk? I'll knock this bloke out and then we'll come back, <laughs> shall we? Dodgy, lovely to have you here. Lovely to have you here. We go through a bit of news generally. Before I get to the news, we've got Philip Stokes joining us a bit later on. Um, Jason Bonington telling all about trots and yeah. Paddy Welsh. Has Paddy given us a winner in the last six oh, weeks? He hit the ground running. What, what about last weekend? Is, oh, mate, I... I'll nah. question him when he gets here. I don't think he had any luck last week either. About, you know, I need to give him a bit of a rustle up, Paddy. Yeah. See what's going on. He's got to get that dartboard running up and, and going again. News around the place. How did you enjoy the week? How did we sum up the week? Oh, it was long for me. I, I'd, I'd rather be at the studio here. I, mate, races, big deal. No one was there. Didn't worry me. It was like, it was like uh, a midweek Sandown meeting at the uh, middle of winter. It's a marathon for me. No one a lot knew. of work to be done. Mm. Can't, can't wait to see the back of it. Can't wait to listen to rear view mirrors. Great week of racing, though. Fantastic. Mm. Uh, yeah, racing, brilliant. We kept looking out the window and seeing a, a peopleless race course. And we kept thinking, wow, you know, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, and then you walk out to your car, it's at the front gate. You, know, you generally got to walk, it takes half an hour to get, to get out to the gate in the first place. You know, you're, you're actually home in half an hour. Well, speaking of which, it was my first time at the track with the lads uh, on uh, on Cup Day, and I went to get an Uber out of the place after. But they shut the front gates, mm. so I had to walk all the way out of Flemington. Got oh, to, up the top. Got yeah, to the front the gates. Race course, right. The front gates were locked. I had to like throw my laptop over the wall. I was like screwing well, up the. Side. Yeah, well, you know, that was the only <laughs> day. Why were, that? Why were you that late? Oh, I don't know. They, no, just, they that, shut the gates. That early. was it. That, no, they, that was they didn't hadn't opened. That was the day we had to go around the around stables. The stables yeah. yeah, it took us three quarters of an hour to get out. Yeah, yeah. would have been good if we <coughs> Dodgy got arrested for jumping. <laughs> oh, I look, Dodgy has. Yeah, I, like, I can imagine you know, throwing the bag over and trying to climb over the gate. <laughs> got arrested. Be, Lucky I didn't get arrested. Jump in, mate. Jump in. No, a very different week, but still. Uh, the racing was uh, sensational. The cup was a, a ripper race, as per usual. Um, I loved the Oaks. I loved the Derby. Um, I think good thing about the Oaks, it became a true staying test. So often we see those 2,500-metre yeah. three-year-old races. You know, they pull up and... Daniel Moore went to the front sprint. early, and then he sort of gave mid-race, you know, from the 2,000 and onwards, he, he gave that rest to that mm. filly. Uh, 
but you're right. He, he was aggressive at the start, and he, he spread out the field early and mm. then sort of backed off. But uh, another true staying test was the Melbourne Cup, of course. Yeah. So there was a couple of fairy tales, of course, Dennis Pagan, Lockie King, and John McNeil with his first Melbourne Cup. Yeah. Tell us about, and, and how does Beaverwack read to the naked eye and, and times new tags? And, and, and does he, for how you look at it as, as, as bookmakers going forward, because that run to me, like he made some good horses. Look second right. Ordinary. Now, I know, you know, probably times were spot on. It was exactly the way he would want a race run. But you just that's, don't do that. That's quality sprint racing. He's always going to get that race run to suit him as well. He's that's, super, that's sprinting race. He's a superstar. Down, he is. Down the straight. He, he, he ran to his level plus more from a ratings point of view. Yeah, 100%. New, new peak record. In the bookmaker's record. form. Yeah. New, oh, new, did he? Definitely a new peak there. Like, so he's a step above where he was previous prep. Mm. Um, what I would say, though, is if he if his next run... So I was thinking about that, and it, he was a superstar in the straight, but will he be priced off that run in his next start, which will probably be around the bend? Mm. Um, then I no, think he could uh, be okay. overbet. He's, he, he, Brandon McCaulfield one day is a... Was it, I'm not sure if it was a late two-year-old or was it an early three-year-old. Mm. Brandon, one by four and a half. I reckon he won like, that, one of those um, 12 or 1,400 12. build-up. Yeah, it was like, a 1,200-meter race, bouldering, uh, um, first up. He then went to Sydney and, and, and the wheel spun when he started $1.50 on a heavy track. At Rose Hill. He, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't mind the jar out of the track, but he doesn't want to bog either. So he's proven around the corner. But the thing is, he's a four-year-old now, so he's a, he's a fully matured horse. Yeah, he's mature. That's okay. the most important thing because the, the pot on him from, from um, the form expert's point of view was that he couldn't handle high-pressure races. He wanted a slow tempo and accelerate off that slow tempo. But all three runs back of this prep have shown that he's a he's a more mature and f- physically stronger horse because he was mm. wide no cover on debut and he, he, he in the shorts and he flew and then he flew in the Everest which was a red hot tempo yeah. and then he, he, he confirmed that that he's a new horse down the straight last time so, well, I reckon when he worked that race I'm talking about when he won by four and a half he controlled that race mm. it went bang and won by four and a half and we go oh we saw it then but as you see you can see you can see things like that and then wait till they're they're matured now as you know so He's, he's the next super superstar spring. If he stays sound, he will be. He'll win more group ones. Uh, small thing we we overlooked last Saturday was out of the Melbourne Cup came a $50,000 fine for Kieran McAvoy. Oh. We, we just didn't even think that should have been covered in last week's show. We just walked straight over it. It wasn't big enough news for us. Reduced it? to 30000 He appealed it. Okay, so that's see, happened this week. So maximum fine is 50000 Right, and because his percentage was fifty five, it covers. So if his if his percentage was forty thousand, he would have got fined forty thousand. But the thing on top of that, though, he's got he earned fifty five thousand for his ride. He's then got to pay manager fees, say ten percent out of that. So now you're under the fifty. He's then got to pay half in tax. So he's out of pocket. So he should be. That's <laughs> well, the whole idea of getting a no, fine. No, no. But the, the thing is, but what I'm saying, the, it doesn't cover him. So he's actually got fined twenty five thousand for riding in the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> so he should. Right, like that. I mean, the, these whip rules, and we're going to discuss it more because these whip rules are disgusting. It I, I know he's broken. The, it's the the rule, but <laughs> I want to know how you can give these these the the rules when the the whip doesn't even hurt the horse. It's it's they're designed and they're tested. Now that they don't even hurt the horse. Look, I, I, I can't kind of grips so that they never hear that they, they don't hurt the horse. They must hurt the horse in some manner. Not, have you seen the new whips? No, 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 no. But, but whether that's shock or actual physical pain, if they don't hurt the horse, you don't need them. 
but they've grown one up with whips. They're, they're broken no, in no, with no, whips, no, no, right? No, no, so no. They're, it's well, not mine, shock. Hey, so the break, shock. We break 70 horses in a year. I've never broken a horse in with a whip. I have a whip. Never broken a horse in so with a whip. So your rider does not carry a whip on him? Initially, never. Initially? What do you mean never. initially? Well, at the farm, never. Not, not the way to break a horse in is is have a whip down its shoulder. Belt every every breaker I know has carried a whip. Well, not, 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 Carry a whip. Track work, mate. Every job, I never went without yeah, track work without track a whip. Track work and breaking in are two very different things. But, mate, going back. Well, a young horse, fighty horse, you need a whip to sort of give uh, it. But, once it stands, the shit, come on. You got, yeah, but they're all in confined spaces mechanism. when they're being broken in. Yeah, but what about when they go out on a raw track for the first time? No, You've got to carry a stick yeah, on them. But that's, a, but that's the thing. That, that's where the debate rages. I, I don't think you can have the debate on whether the horse Horse gets hurt or not? That, that whether it's hurt physically or mentally, you know, because it sees the arm go up or whatever. Don't know, but but mate, the the times are changing. Oh, well, you know, we live in well, we live in a nanny world, mate, and that's the thing. See, the thing I understand breaking in because you ride long, right? So you can give that command by using your feet. With jockeys, they don't ride long, right? Um, so you can't give that command with your legs, right? And that's why you need the stick. So when a horse props and, and that, we saw that a few flighty two-year-olds going going up the straight. You need the stick. You need them just to coax them, and it's a command. And, and you saw I don't way know with whether, horses down the straight. You, yeah, saw, you saw one run out five or six horses. I don't uh, know where the, the stick goes all together. I don't know if that's what they're getting to. You go out without issue. one, but uh, you know, you may it may still be there for a slap down the shoulder, that sort of thing. But so you're not allowed I, to use them behind I, the I, tail. I don't think. I think they, because of the look. Uh, I, I think it's, it's only I think perception. It's, gone. It's, it's dead in the water, I think. Give me, in a, time. Give me a reason why the whip should be barred. No, but, but I, if I say to you, it does not hurt the horse, which well, it's mate, designed. I don't think you can prove this. Well, it's proven. Well, it is I don't designed. think it is proven. It can't. You, I mean, you can't. You can't, a, you can't do what Kieran McAvoy did in the Melbourne Cup and say that's not hurting the horse. There was a study just released yesterday from, but it, it was sponsored by the RSPCA now, which is always important who's sponsoring these studies. But the study said that they, they do feel the whip. So. Um, now, I definitely think jockeys need a whip just for safety reasons because they have to be in control of their horse. But I do agree there should be a number of strikes. Like there has to be some level of number because, it, as you said, it's a bad luck if a horse is just getting whipped every two strides. I, I think so the rule is wrong. So you can use the same amount of whips in a 1,000-metre race as you can in a 2,000. They, they, or a 3,200-metre race as the Melbourne Cup. They, they, when they first – it was the most ridiculous study of all time. When they did it, they said, oh, the, the whip – Proves that it doesn't make them go any quicker. We did, we did twelve months of research over thousand and twelve hundred meter races, and, and the racing industry just laughed at it them. Makes them go quicker. Sprinters, sprinters don't need the whip. We, you can say, yeah, bollish the whip in, in the short races, but these staying races where where you need to bring up these momentum and these horses, you need the stick. Then you need you, you don't who, need them in these sprinting races. Who who represents the 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 jockeys, riders, whatever you like. Um. Conveying that to the authorities, who, who does that? Who presents, oh, I, the, who presents sure. the jockey case? I'm Can you sure. do some work on that? I, I mean, I think it's important. I, I'm assuming it'd be Matty Highland from the Jockeys Association. Yeah, but, but what sort of um, uh, what sort of uh, criteria that and and how they they are structuring their defence of the whip? Because I, I think it'd be really interesting. Because we're only hearing one side. Yeah. We're only hearing the authorities are looking at whether the whip's going to be used or not. You know, and they're wanting to ban it, and all the goody two shoes are saying, "Get rid of the whip, get yeah. rid of the whip." So, minority, of course, these goody two shoes. I would like to see 
from, you know, and I think, you know, we'll get Manny on one week to chat about it or one Saturday afternoon and get him here for an hour. You say, okay, how are you structuring your defence of the whip for the jockey's point of view? Tags, you put it really well. You say, oh, no, you need it for guidance and safety and... Okay. Well, look at so that two-year-old running around. That being, That's just proven. How's that being argued on your behalf, you know, as a jockey? How's that then being argued? I'd love to know because it, it, it's mm. it's on. You, know, you can yeah. tell it's on. The, the the admin are saying, hey, this but is a bad look. It. And with a, you know, another horse dying in the Melbourne Cup, they're saying, right, we need to oh, that's keep... got nothing to do with the whip, though. No, 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 no. But the, it's, it's, it's got to do with perception and image. Oh. And they're saying we've got to keep the look. You know, the Kieran McAvoy look was a bad look, whether you... Like whether you're pro whip or anti whip, it's a bad look. A, a, a jockey just flailing a horse over the last furlong, it, it can't. It's a bad look internationally now. So they, they, yeah. they, they, they're 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 onto yeah. it. I backed Tiger Martin. I thought it was a bad look. Yeah. So I thought there was nothing wrong with it. Right. I'm old school, but, and it'd be interesting to hear the case. I, I really look forward to hearing that case. Yeah. But when these whips, it's becoming a domino effect. As you said, once they brought in these whip rules, now there's only one jurisdiction in the world, and that's Norway. It doesn't have the whip rule. I mean, the, the whip, uh, and and no one cares about Norway racing. They race on ice, do they? Yeah, well, exactly. So this is if it's going to be a domino effect, you can see in ten years' time there'll be no horse racing there. One of the biggest industries in the world, and and, and people want to bar it because the the look they're, they're bred to race. It's like dogs and that. They, they, they weren't. We domesticated them, didn't we? I mean, it's please. If the whip was removed, would that change sort of the level each rider, like rider's ability? Like, would we have of a course. new best jockey? Because maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a little horsemanship. Yeah, you're, you're still going to have. It. See, the thing is, you need the whip to get a horse through its gears too. That's a, it's a command. Once you start, sl- that's how you start getting them from first gear into second gear. You start slapping them up down the shoulder. These are little things that are from the four and five hundred that people don't see. You well, know, really, well, really good insight. Interesting debate, and and um, we'll we'll keep at it, and it'll be good to know more from the judges because I never I've never heard from the judges. Keep hearing from no, the, no. All these rules are made around. Without um, the, ad- the jockeys, yeah, administrators, exactly right. and I don't hear from you know, Huey Bowman or David Taggart or whoever it is saying, no way, no, and we need it for this, that, and the other. They're not happy. If the jockeys, oh, the jockeys, would, it wouldn't surprise me if they went on strike, to tell you the truth. If they said, we, we got no whip, they'll, they'll say, oh, well, don't worry about racing then. Interesting. Okay, we're going to take I'd a I'd like break. them to do that uh, too. Good, good work, Tags. Like it. Uh, Dodgy, lovely to have you aboard. I'm not sure why, but we've got you aboard. <laughs> and uh, Paddy, please get back as soon as you can. I've had 15 minutes of this, Blake, and I've about had enough. But uh, no, you're doing very well, Dodgy. Like what you're doing. We're going to take a break. Jason Bonington coming please. up next. Uh, Paddy Welsh. Oh, I'm going to give Paddy a touch-up this morning. We need a winner from Paddy, and we need it uh, real, real quick. And Philip Stokes uh, joining us after 8.30. Plenty to come on the odds couple. Uh, well, what, what what do we say? Happy Sandown final day, do we? Well, is it the end of this carnival today? Or we've got Ballarat Cup Day next week, sir? Well, let's have a break and we'll talk okay. about it. Sports See the replay up there on racing.com? That's the horse Dodgy dudded you on on Tuesday. Twain's Express. Yeah. Didn't quite get there to the valley on Cox Plate Day. They're just showing a replay. Of it. Funny, funny that came on while we came, when we came back to where, Dodgy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah she might have had shot. enough somewhere. Well, she went too bad the other day. Absolute howler. Oh. Howler. It drew an outside gate. And you should have went back on it. Dodgy, when you raise your voice, could you talk a little slower? Because <laughs> I can't understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm struggling. I think, did you say howler? Howler. 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 Okay. Can you just slow it up a bit? 
Fancy making something your best from an outside gate over the 1,400 of Flemington. Well, let's see what Jason Bonington's going to do, uh, what he's going to make his best at the trots, thetrots.com.au, every race live and free. Mr. Bonington, happy Saturday morning to you. Happy happy Saturday morning to all of you. I'm going with something from almost the outside gate in race three, over 2,240 metres. It's Breeders' Crown semi-final night at Tabcorp Park. Tonight I get to go back out on track for the first time in a long time, and I'm going with Margita as my best. I think it'll win the series as a whole. We didn't get top pluck here. It opened about three dollars into two seventy, down to two ten now. But I thought it would start about a dollar seventy or a dollar eighty. So bet early to avoid disappointment. Race three, number eleven, Margita, and we're not getting the fifty to one that I found earlier in the week. But you can still get about twenty twenty three dollars about race nine, number ten. It's Beaujolais. I don't know what a Beaujolais is. I'm sure it's something sophisticated. It sounds it sounds wine-like to me. But anyway, mm. race nine, number 10, it's Beaujolais. You would know about these kind of things, Simon. You're a lot more sophisticated, better educated <laughs> than I am. But I uh, I think it can strike a blow. Hopefully some people uh, followed in and got the 50 to 1 earlier in the week. But even if you did, and if it wins at 20 to 1, I don't think you'll be complaining. Oh, that'll do. Jase, uh, good to have you on board, and uh, we'll uh, take uh, that as gospel, what uh, you've told us there this morning. Jason Bonington joining us there, uh, telling us all about the trots. Lap up the trots. Visit thetrots.com.au. Well, there comes a time when you just got to turn the heat up. Paddy Welsh, the host of Breakfast up there on the Gold Coast, SEN track, Gold Coast uh, with uh, heels, and it's time to... Put the heat on, my friend, because we need winners and we need them badly. Because I haven't had a good carnival and I need something, Paddy. And you're the man to line yeah, it's up. It's been ordinary, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, I hope so. Um, it's a good day, actually. They're about to start the summer carnival up here, which there's been a fair bit of hype about. They're you know, really trying to push it along, and uh, of course, it'll it'll climax with the ten million dollar Magic Millions race day on the Gold Coast, which I hope everyone can come along to. Let's That'd hope be good. All the borders are open by then. I think we will. We're being we're pretty friendly with you lot at the minute, aren't we? I think we're going to jump New South Wales and come up to you. Well, and we welcome with open arms, Simon. I can tell you, <laughs> yes. Uh, the uh, the two premiers of Queensland and New South Wales are absolutely at each other's throats at the moment and have been for some time. Mm. Um, not helped by the result of the State of Origin last Wednesday night. It just gave <laughs> New South Wales a little extra bragging right? So, yes, it's got particularly nasty between the, between Gladys and Anastasia right at the moment. But, but we're, hey, Victoria, up here any time. We'll, welcome with open arms. I'll cook a barbecue for you. Beautiful. Well, we, we look forward to that. And uh, let's uh, put some prime beef on the barbecue tonight with a winner. What do you got for us? Well... Nothing, nothing special. But in the fifth, I think Dusty Tycoon's ready to uh, to win again. It, it's shortish, but it's another one of these my runners. And I tell you, they filled the grandstands. Mm. They had one for Trenton Toby Edwards at uh, at Ipswich during the week, and uh, I heard the race caller saying, "Well, we've got about two thousand owners here wow. of one of these, uh, and they they literally filled a very small grandstand at Ipswich and." And, of course, the horse saluted, and you can hear them in the background, which, is, as you know, has been very rare at racetracks anywhere in Australia uh, in the last six or eight mm. months where you can hear cheering. So uh, this Dusty Tycoon has uh, got a couple of prominent celebrity owners. Uh, very, very good. Uh, always there and thereabouts. So I think Dusty Tycoon, but 
the last race of the day, there's a bit of value in here. The Keith now quality. Now, they could probably start the carnival with this one. It's a listed race, $125,000. Um, I, I think we've got to look uh, wide a little here. And I'm going to go um, the topping, Nick and Over. It's had, now, its form reads awfully, uh, as you can see there. But it's a, it's a quality galloper. And it comes back to Brisbane after a, a tough southern campaign. And I know it's got to carry 60 kilos, but it's got a reasonable barrier. Uh, Jimmy Orman knows the horse very well. He's very keen to get back on. So I reckon Nick and Over in the last race nine, number one, each way for me. Ooh, $12, uh, Paddy. Dusty. That'll do us, yeah, Paddy. Dusty Tycoon, Nick and Over. Be a winning day for all of us. That'll What a wouldn't, lovely wouldn't way to start lovely. the summer carnival, eh? Here's a great couple of months up there. It is, yeah, right, right. and stinking hot up there today too. Uh, they'll feel it, the horses. I think out west today it's going to get to 44, 45 degrees. Paddy, yeah. well, you're, uh, you're only six, seven weeks off the Magic Millions too, Paddy. Yeah, that's exactly right. So that's mm. what they're pushing really hard. I mean, it's normally been a little bit quiet up here this time of year, but, uh, you know, credit to the BRC and Racing Queensland. They're really pushing hard to push this carnival. And uh, as I said, you know, obviously culminates with a $10 million race day in, the, in January. Mm. Yeah, well, Paddy, well, good day. This is Dodd. Um, there's a really yeah. interesting runner that I just want to get your opinion on. Doombin Race 8, number 2, Baller, for Chris Waller. Well, yeah, I know. I'm, well, I'll tell you, there's a few southern horses coming up here for this, and I don't know a lot about Baller, but uh, I tell you, L. Dittman, son of a gun, uh, has been in probably the best form of any of the young jockeys around at the moment, um, but I don't know. First okay. back from a spell, yeah. I can't really, yeah. I can't really guide you there. But uh, it, I just it think, certainly have the big watch on it. Yeah, it, it's gone from the Anthony Cummings yard to Chris Waller. It's Blinker's first time yeah. here. This horse started seven dollars fifty in a Theo Marks, which is a Group Two yeah. behind Arcadia Queen. This horse yeah. has a lot of talent, and the mounting yard judges in Sydney said it's one of the best types physically they've ever seen on a racetrack. Yeah. So. Big okay. wraps right. on this horse. Well, that, that might carry a little bit of mine to something. <laughs> $9.50. Coming up. Paddy, yeah. good to hear from you. Well, we look forward to chatting again next week. And um, that's as that summer, summer carnival um, kicks off, launches off uh, at Doombin this afternoon. All right, guys. I hope there's something there for you. Thanks, Paddy. You. Cheers, Paddy. Paddy Wells joining us there. Queensland is racing, of course. Visit Queensland, racingqueensland.com.au and for all the racing... Latest Queensland racing news, meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Get racing and, of course, gamble responsibly. And it is going to be one hell of a summer carnival because everyone's been locked up. We're certainly a little freer. And heading into that Magic Millions in January is going to be a brilliant build-up. I'm going to the track. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got to get back to the track and get a bit of sunshine on our back. You you always go up to surface this time of year. Nah, winter, mate. Over yeah. winter. That's why I'm flat and I need a break now. You need to just, you know, build it, get up to the tavern there and right, put your sandals on. Hey, right? get up Pull the... up your stool. <laughs> they got a special stool for you up there? Yeah, no, they don't. But get up to you the sure? surf club and, yeah. Up to the where, where, turf club or the, the surf, surf club? The surf club. In me, me um, socks and thongs. You go out and do a socks bit of and, a... Socks and sandals. In the Malibu, on the Malibu? <laughs> no. No? No. no. Right. On the beers. <laughs> All right, Tags, he'll be off to Queensland at some stage. I reckon he might go summer this year and not nah, winter. Too hot for me over. Both. Too hot for me over. Might even go both. We're going to take a break. Um, Philip Stokes coming up. Got some interesting runners oh, at Sandown. Yeah. Uh, the boys want to know some more about. So stay with us. Odds couple here. Sandown Saturday.
Yeah, wonderful to have your company on The Odds Couple this morning. Super Saturday at Sandown. Super Saturday Sandown. It's a bit of a tongue twister. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't get that out. Have a go with it. Super Saturday Sandown. Super Saturday at Sandown. No, not the at. Super Saturday Sandown. I'll just stuff it up. <laughs> Super <laughs> Saturday Sandown. It could be a Super Saturday for Philip Stokes, who joins us on The Odds Couple now. The, the carnival's sort of coming to an end, but I'll tell you what, he's got a, a full... Full float load of horses on deck going today, from Packenham to Sandown and oh, some yeah. wonderful chances. Mr Stokes, a good morning to you. Good morning. Busy day for you to wind the the main features up of the carnival? Yeah, it is. Well, we just finished track work and we've got to be we've got to leave in another half an hour, so yeah, yeah it's wow. cool. Nine o'clock for a for a quarter past twelve start. Now, Philip, you must be uh rubbing your hands together with with the uh with the first runner, Brazen Boy. Look, his trial was good. Um, the time backed that up. Um, yes. He goes there today. He's still a very raw individual. I mean, I've sort of seen a bit of him now for a few gallops. He's, you know, race day pressure can bring him unstuck. Um, could he win? Yes, he could, but I'm a little bit guarded. Um, where he lost from that barrier, I'm not sure. I'm just going to have to leave that up to Jamie, and um, we'll see what happens. Uh, you've only got the half a turn there at Sandown. I think you'll be right. Um, as you say, he won his trial by 14 lengths at Morfordville. Uh, it was only a field of three, but the, the time did back it up, as you said. Was he was he an expensive colt? No, no, he's a homebred. Oh, he's a Well, there you go. Philip, yep. uh, Dodd uh, no, here. He's bred, bred by Mill Park and, um, yeah, some good clients in him. And, yeah, so um, hopefully it's a good result for him. Oh, beautiful. Philip Dodd here. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, I really like a horse of yours in the third race, Music Bay. It's about $16 at the moment. I thought it was a bit of a forgive last hour. How does it, how's it travelling at home? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Definitely a forgive. We um, second up 1,400. We pressed forward from a wide bar, and he sort of set her alight, and she never come back under him. Mm. Um, she's just a lot better than that because her first up run was super at Geelong, and the format of that race was good. Um, she'll get a lovely run from the barrier. She's she's in really good order and can run a good race. Yeah, very similar to Highly Discreet as well. You've got around in the second there. You've got a couple of runners there. Uh, way to go, Paula, as well. Uh, which one are you leaning to? Look, they're both really nice fillies. I'm probably, probably leaning towards Highly Discreet. Mm. She's got the runs on the board and be uh, racing at a higher level. Um, and she's doing things in a better manner now. She was a bit revvy earlier in her prep, but she settled down, and from the barrier, she should get a lovely run. She should box eat from that one, from barrier one. First time over the trip as well. Are you a little bit worried about that? Because I know you rode a cold, and she ran through the line well in the um, down the straight of Flemington in Renton Beauty's race in the Red Roses. That's right. Um, yeah, I suppose you never really know till you go there, but she goes there fit and well, and she'll get every chance to run it out. Um, I think she will. Shimino all good, Philip? Shimino's good, back to a 1,000. Is a big positive. I would have just loved to have had an extra week up my sleeve. He seems to go really well three weeks between runs, but work on Tuesday was good. Just did a little three two, and um, he's definitely capable. And and the horse you've got flying is in the ninth race. All two Hewing, uh, winner of the Seymour and Sale Cups, first and second up. Uh, you've as I said, you've got him absolutely flying. Uh, you haven't had him long either. This is about your second or third prep with him, isn't it? Yeah, we've had him yeah, he's been a third prep for it with him. We came to us from Darren Weir's. Um, he gave him a really good spell last prep, and he's just come back and really, you know, he's still an entire, but geez, he's going well. And mm. um, he goes to Sandown. He's won at the track. Um, he's he's in. He's going probably as, he's going better than when he went to the Sale Cup. Um, probably the only query would go from a heavy ten to a good track. Yep. Um, but he's he he'll give another good sight. Well, if he can run like he did at Caulfield that day, uh, 
when he beats Sikorsky. He's right, he's right up in this. Philip, you've got a lovely looking three year old at Morfordville, race five, number eight, quietly discreet. Is it a forgive last start and we go off its previous form? Look, she's got a ton of ability. I just can't pick which one will show up. <laughs> <laughs> if the right one shows up, I thought I thought she should have been over here by now, but every time I say that, she puts in a terrible run. Um she gets if she sort of gets her own way in front or on top of the speed and doesn't over race and do everything right, she's very talented like we we had her in a trial here a while back here and um she was on, on the back of you know group one horses so yeah yeah she looks, yeah. She looks quality <laughs> you, she does. Take, she you does. got to take her on trust though yeah. yeah you do how many trainers down at packingham now um it's quite getting busier there's obviously myself peter moody um we've got the bigger teams down there there's a lot of smaller trainers that sort of float them in from farms around the place yeah they're working about 300 three 300, 350 horses in the morning, I think. You enjoying yourself down there? Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, it's um, been a you know, challenge being here now. This is my second season, but it's going really well, and the horses are you know, racing well, which is the main thing. And, um, no, I'm really enjoying it. The toughest challenge, I assume, would have been when Moody said he's going to train again and you've got to stand in the same trainer's box as him. That that would <laughs> be the toughest job, I would think. Well, we haven't got a trainer's box. We stand out on the, out in front of the grandstand, so I don't get his passive smoking. So I was going to say, do you go, I hope you go downwind, do you? <laughs> <laughs> have, you put, have you put that to the committee, though, getting a trainer's box in the middle or something like that? Yeah, they're doing all that. It's just yeah. a bit of a process. They had to sort of come out of winter now and, you know, with the COVID and get the fundings and all that, but it's definitely all happening. Oh, beautiful. Moody would be throwing his weight around. <laughs> yeah, there. of course. Yeah, he he'll want a cafe latte machine <laughs> and a, you know, a barista. And he'll, he'll want all of that. Five star stuff, but Philip, you you like you know you just get in there and get your hands dirty. It's it's um that's that's what we like about you. But Peter, dear me, Peter just he, he's got it. You know, he's just like that five star stuff, Philip. Oh yeah, you haven't seen him lately. He's actually getting his hands pretty dirty down here, packing them. Yeah. He's out there swimming horses and that. No, oh, he's working. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's, lost quite, he's lost quite a bit of weight too. Actually, he didn't lose much weight when I saw him for lunch on Wednesday. Let me tell you, whatever weight he lost, he put it straight back on. Something uh, must be going right down there, though, Philip, because your strike rates are twenty-one percent this this season. So you're absolutely flying. So congratulations there. Um, just a quick question on the plans with the with the stable stars, instant celebrity, Octane, Ancestry, and Mister Quickie. Yeah, well, um, other thing we're very lucky. We've got a farm that is, is five minutes from the track, and we that just complements what we've got down there. So all of those horses you just sit on my back paddock here, which I can see. Um, so. Eastern Celebrity is obviously having a break. Um, she'll be set for some of the better races in the autumn. I think she's definitely mm. a Group 1 horse in the making. Yes, yeah. Um, Octane, he was up for a long time. He had six runs and just a little freshens up in between. He's definitely a, he's a group horse. I'm not saying he's a Group 1 horse, but he's definitely a group horse at the spreading trips. He, he loves the stroke. Ancestry, um, he'll be set for the uh, handicap Group 1 at Caulfield. The, um, the race called the... Is it not the Turek? The other one... Um, the Oakley Plate. 1,200 metre race. The Oakley Plate, yes. That's, yep. his, that's going to be his goal. Yep. 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 1,100. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yep. That's it. Yep. Oh, and he deserves a crack at that. And that's another horse that's come um, forward in leaps and bounds ancestry. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Put the writing on the wall, this preparation. He's a lovely type to look at as mm. well. Philip, we better let you get off and uh, have a shower and get your bag of fruit on and get to the races. Yep. Yep, I'll do that right now. <laughs> pass <laughs> pass on stops. my regards to Peter when you see him next to your place. <laughs>
Will do, mate. Good, good thank you. Thanks, Stokes. Philip Stokes joining us there. Had a wonderful spring and um, wonderful trainer, mate. Yeah, very good trainer and you know, some nice horses around him at the minute. So um, we look forward to what he's got uh, up his sleeve this afternoon at Sandown. Um, interesting first question from Dodds to Philip. Yeah, thanked him for coming on the show. Yeah, you don't do that. Well, not when it's the first time you've been on the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I noticed that, yeah. It's the first time he's come on the show and he's thanked Philip for coming, coming on, the, on show. the show. Yeah. Oh, I've never understood Give it another Irish. two. If he was here for another two weeks, he'd be saying it's his show. We're not here to take part. We're here to take over. Oh. <laughs> We've got to take a break. We need a break. First and last. No, Paddy's not here. Dodgy's here. Or Dodds. Well, he's actually taken over most of the show, really. He's thanking people for coming on. <laughs> he's uh, tipping horses does, and then backing other that? ones. He's he's really, really thrown the Irish flag around the room here this morning, showing us what it's all about. He's probably just... Good to have him with he us. He probably said that to Stacey because he's just been polite because That's we, we didn't it. give him the, the respect <laughs> that, that he probably deserved by not welcoming him on the show. Don't give him, don't, don't give him an inch, David. Okay. Don't give Dodgy an inch, mate. He'll he'll carve you up. Don't worry about that. He he's got something up his sleeve, no doubt. Yeah. So what what's the time for now? Get your pens, pencils, crayons. Form guys, be ready. But before we get going, Dodgy, is there any sports bet specials on today? There is a few specials actually. We've got um, promos at Newcastle and Sandown today. At all Newcastle, 90, the yeah. provincials in in Sydney. Yeah. Well, the metro races are to standalone meeting at Newcastle. Wow. So go. no Ramwick or Rose Hill today. No, nothing like that. Newcastle. Great track to bet at. There's a million dollar race here today. The Hunter. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Ranier's favourite. Ranier. Could be a good bet. Oh. But yeah, uh, punters out there, listeners, like you should be betting with confidence today because we're, we're racing at Sandown and Newcastle. Both good tracks, both fair tracks. All good run-ins. Run second or third, bonus bets back up to $50 in your accounts and top-toed exotics on both cards as well. What, Sandown and Newcastle? Oh, yeah, both. You know it. Wow. That's know. 19 races, yeah? 19. Oh. This is someone... Just hope someone doesn't go into the major computer room and say, what's this button for? <laughs> like the TAB. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Dodds, it's your time. Oh, it's right, your right. time. So, yeah, Sandown Hillside uh, racing today. Rails in the true on a good four. <laughs> so, track should play fair. The hillside actually it isn't as leaderish as the lakeside. No, well, so, well, the hillside's the longest track. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's not as leaderish as the lakeside, as I said, takes. Cheers. Um, so, expect the fair track where <laughs> Rid- you can I've bet not written on both it. I know, mate. <laughs> so, punters can bet with confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I told you, carve yeah. you. Yeah. Don't give him an inch, David. I won't. No, no. The only bloke here that has written on both tracks and he's telling me. <laughs> hey? <laughs> Race one, sand down. And we just actually had the... Thinks he's lived here all his life. (laughs) Sounds like he is. (laughs) All right, let's go. All right, let's go. So race one at Sandown is a listed event for the two-year-olds. And our guest just a moment ago, Philip Stokes, had the favourite here. And it's the best-backed horse in the race, number four, Brazen Boy. Probably named after you, Tags. Yeah, what Um, price? $2.50. Yeah, so it's it's well-backed and it's holding over 30% of our hold. There's another one that's well back there too, isn't there? Forbes? Yeah, Forbes. Look very yeah. strong in the jump out. It's $2.70. So Forbes is number five, $2.70. Yeah. And it's probably the second pick in the race. Just a bit of information as you're getting going here, Dodgy. The show finishes just before nine o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll see about other things just to do. Moving on a little bit. <laughs> All good. Race two. Race two is a listed race for the three year old fillies here over 1,400. <clears throat> La Mexicana, number one, is best backed here. 
And yeah, it's the one that beat Twain's Express last night. It's $2.70 and looks a likely type again. She'll get a good run from barrier three. Jamie Carr in the saddle. Next biggest hold is on, ooh, who's that? Oh, Violinist. $16 for the Tony McAvoy yard. So yeah, that, that'll be music to a few people. Mm, oh, come on, you're better than that, aren't you? <laughs> we kick on to race three. And oh, thank you. <laughs> it's you the could Kevin, keep going, that'd be great. Kevin Heffernan stakes here over 1,300 metres at Group 3 Way for Age level. Can Pun- we play some elevator music over the top of this? <laughs> Punters are expecting improvement from number five, Blaze Jowski at $4.50. It was pretty poor down the straight on returning there, but punters are expecting improvement. Uh, the favourite is second pick, Kemal Pass, at $2.60, number two. Like, I think it's a straight horse, and I'd, I'd be laying it all day if I was trading this race, but that's just me. Any money for Streets of Avalon, the toppy? Mm. No, not much. I think he can much. run a race. $8.50. Should struggle back to the 1300 but we'll be on pace. But, you know, I, I, it, I, I, it should struggle. It should struggle. It'll suit him. Nah. He, he's, Can't get more than fourteen hundred. He wouldn't have enough speed to control a race at thirteen. Oh, he's not going to lead, but he's yeah. got—he's a class. So if he's nice. not going to lead, he's not going to win. There you go, tags. Okay, cop that. Whack tags. All right, race four is a listed handicap over a thousand meters. Good Quite having you back then, scoop. <laughs> come on, come on. Best backed here, Huma Huma, number three at five dollars. The John McArdle trained mare. She has a good turn of foot. She's one from one at the track, and she's three from four over the thousand meters. Should be tough who rides. To Oh, Jay Mott, is it? Yes, beautiful. Oh, my God. Nah, he's a good, he's a good jockey, Jay Mott. I just, I, group ones, I wouldn't be backing him, that's all. Race five, Sandown Stakes is a group three handicap over 1,500 metres. Best backed horse in this race, comfortably. Number three, Junipal at $4, holding nearly 30% of the hold. Second best backed, number one, Buffalo River at $3.10. Mm. Started single figures that's in the group one, one Cantala last time. Oh, yes. Mm. Whoa. Big, yeah. dro- big, big drop, drop in grade, oh, yeah. yeah. And a go-forward horse. That's a, a recipe for the hot punters to get involved in. Race six is the Sandown Guineas. It's a group two for, on, for over the mile for the three-year-olds. Asar, the bridesmaid. $1.65 favourite, number one here. Would you chime in at $1.65, Asar? Thanks. He'll win. Oh, will he? I won't back him, but he'll win. Mm. Okay. What about you, Simon? Any chance? Asar, $1.65? Just keep doing your job, mate, <laughs> Race seven is the Sandown Cup over the Melbourne Cup distance of 3,200 metres. It's a listed event and the first leg of our tags, Quaddy. Best back is number three, Miami Bound here at $4.50. Second pick, Sin to Win at $4 on the button. Yeah, not a great Sandown Cup this year, Scoop, so I'm just going to throw some numbers out at you. I don't like Miami Bound. I think she's a wet tracker. Numbers are four, five, six, and seven. Four, five, six, seven. First leg of the Quaddy. There you go. Over to you, Dodgy. Race 8 is the feature on the card, the Zipping Classic, and it's a Group 2 Wait for Age race over 2,400. The Big A, Avilius, number one on the race card, $3.50 favourite and best-backed horse in the race coming off the Melbourne Cup run. Yeah, we know he prefers it soft, but he should be too good for these. Tags, what's your quaddy numbers? Yeah, uh, don't need much ink here, mate. Number one, Avilius, arguably should have won the Caulfield Cup. Uh, and just doesn't get the two miles, so don't worry about that Melbourne Cup run. He should be winning. He's the only weight for age horse in the race, too. So number one scoop, one out. Best of the day, Avilius. <laughs> hey, the big dark horse. Big dark horse. Oh, yes. He's a beauty. Stunning type. Horse. Yeah, he is. Yes. Male model. <laughs> like yourself, Tyson. Yeah. Sundown, race nine, the penultimate 1,800-meter group three handicap. There's a big, big go here, listeners. 
Number three, Pacadali, $35 into $13 and easily the best backed horse on the entire card. Won this race last year. Yep. Barrier three will be perfect. Yandel sticks. It'll be tough to beat. Tags? Yeah, it looked like he was in need of the run the other day. You couldn't put enough on him at the top of the straight pack of Dali, but I think he set for this race, as you said, he won it last year. So not sure if uh, the second up syndrome got to number one Holmesman last start scoop, but he will be tough to beat. Also, Stokes is that all too hewing flying. Um, yeah, flying. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, one, two, three, four, and five. The nightcap is the summon stakes. A group three for mares over 1,500. And surprisingly enough, number four, Missile Mantra, is your best backed and favourite at $3.80. She has to have map issues from the wide barrier. She gets back. She has no tactical speed. Second mm. best pick is number five, My Pendant, who was Blinker's first time last start and never got a crack at them in the straight. Tags. Yeah, Missile Mantra will get back, as you said, from that gate and run on. She's been luckless in a lot of her runs down here. Interesting to see Frosty Lane jumps off her, though. Um, and he sticks with Mrs. Beckham, the Allerton runner, which is double-figure odds. So, yeah, it's an open mares race, Scoob. Um, yeah, so the numbers here are one, two, four, five, seven, thirteen, fifteen. That's one, two, four, five, seven, thirteen, and fifteen. You playing Kino or are they quality numbers? Yeah, uh, one hundred and forty dollars for a unit. Hey, when you take one one out, Dodgy, you're, we always spend maximum two hundred. Well, we try to work it out, but one hundred and forty for the dollar. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, if you want to take twenty percent of it, mate, it's twenty eight dollars. Just, just listen. Keep keep your your tablet Pad. open there because yeah. I I think I missed the numbers of your third. No, I reckon you got them. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. I seen you. Yeah, you were distracted there yeah. with other things. Yeah. And you put the first two numbers down and stopped, and then went three, four, five, and I was very impressed. One, two, with three, you. four, five. Yes. Okay. Very impressed with you. Okay. First leg, four, five, six, and seven. Correct. Second leg, plonk on a villius. Yes. Third leg, one, two, three, four, five. As as just mentioned. Th- third leg, uh, fourth leg, one, two, four, five, seven, thirteen, fifteen. Hundred and forty dollars. Is that all? Yeah, well, I've got one out, mate. Four times five by seven. That's what it's cost. So, hundred and forty, right. hundred and forty right. nicker. Wow, we. All right. Um, let's uh, <clears throat> have a bit of a look at what uh, the best is for the day. Um, Tags? Well, m- mine obviously sand down. Uh, race eight, number one, Avilius. Race eight, number one, Avilius. Right. Okay. Dodgy. Easy best bet here. Newcastle, race nine, number nine, through the cracks. Oh, yes. Wow. This is a proper horse. You got one for tomorrow, too, quickly. Oh, yeah. Race one, Dubbo, number four, Quam. It's the first Quan. It's the first starter for the Mark Schmetzer yard. Ran third in the trial at Musselbrook, and the money suggests. It's going to be ready on debut. I think it's a wonderful day of racing. And Paddy's just sending his best. No one cares. <laughs> Paddy Gachet? Yeah, yeah. His best. I yeah. thought he was having the day off. Yeah, well, exactly. So we're not even going to give it out. Race four, number four for me, Tavisand. Race four, number four, Tavisand. It's a good bet. Do you think? Yeah, because it'll control the lead. There's not many. There's not much pressure up front in that race. And that, that leads me also then to... Uh, the earlier race, if you reckon that pace can be controlled, if Streets of Avalon jumps, I reckon he'll nearly win. He's a class horse in the race. His form's been ordinary, but that's been in Group 1s. It's a big class drop. And we know he can't get the mile. You love it when horses drop back in class. Yeah. You love that. Yeah. And that's, he's dropping back in class in oh, spades. 100%. Philip Stokes said earlier, this music bay is flying. You've got to forgive that last start. $17 is the wrong price for this horse. Well, there you go. It's over. Yeah. But Music Bay against Streets of Avalon... It, 
you know, the the races that Streets of Adeline is running, Music Bay wouldn't win, would he? No, you're right there. Mm. Dodgy and I are starting to get on a right. Yeah. Well, I was actually going to give, give me a little drive by. Yeah. He will. At some stage, you'll give me a little drive by and <clears throat> straighten me up. What about Paddy's just texted me again well. because I, I was going to give out his best, net, not now, after what he's just called me. What he, he just remember? He's got to remember this is this is my show, not his. We've got a lot it's of people whose show it is. He's got dodgy thinking people for coming <laughs> yeah. on his first show. You know, so Have we got a value bet? Well, you well, you've just given one, haven't you? No, that was my best bet. My value bet is. What didn't you Guinness. say? Music Bay, seventeen dollars. Yeah, well, it's our value bet, but I've got a better one in race oh, six okay. in the Guineas. Is this like the fifty to one shot you did? Yeah, race six, number nine, Valinetti. Well, you got. get more tips with Dodgy. Have Paddy a great, one. Uh, Super Saturday Sandown Day, oh, everybody. Make sure the pockets are Look filling up. Look forward to seeing today. you next week. Uh, Hutchie and Pickers coming up. Have no, a great no, race day. No punters club today. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.